Hey guys, welcome to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. My name is Anita. I am your money mindset coach and makeup mentor. This is a podcast where we talk little about makeup and we actually talk all about the business side about being a freelance makeup artist. The beauty industry is a $500 billion industry and we're tapping into it simply just by believing that we can. So if you have the limiting belief that we can't make money in this industry, mm, this podcast is for you. I'm not only gonna tell you all the things that I've learned the hard way, but I'm also gonna be bringing on the experts in the beauty industry to go over their tips, tricks, strategies, and stories so that you can take your business to the next level. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. I am super happy and excited for you guys to hear from my speaker today. She is somebody who I actually just met in Las Vegas. It was truly manifested. So I got to uh, get a sneak peek of her tutorial, her makeup style, every single thing that she taught was so, so, so amazing. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear the back end of her story, how her business manifested and another business revenue that she has. And I'm really, really excited. So my first question for you, Lexi, is how are you doing today? Hey, Nita, I am actually doing really good. Busy week per usual. I'm really excited to be on your show. So thank you for having me. This is my first podcast ever. So I'm oh. excited. I'm excited. I don't know what to expect, but I'm really glad that I'm here. Oh, yeah. I, I love it because it's been coming to the surface for me a lot is that I want to just interview people who are just doing amazing things um, just throughout the beauty industry. And again, your tutorial um, masterclass was so amazing. And I think it's just so beautiful that you get to share the back end part of your story like on this podcast. And I'm, I'm really, really excited. Yay, I'm so excited too. Well, thank you for sticking around for my masterclass. It was definitely a blessing. And I'm just so grateful that Nicolina was able to give me a platform to not only share, you know, my tricks and my, uh, my makeup style, but it was also empowering to be able to work with other women in the industry. Um, mm -hmm. And that's honestly something that I've been waiting for and longing for, for a really long time. And it was, it, it, she actually approached me about the masterclass. Wow. She met via DM like Instagram. And that's how I was able to teach the class. And it was my first master class ever. And what? No way. I, I was so excited. And I've taught before, like one-on-one -on -one. I've done small groups before, but teaching is something that I find that is very important and mm. it's very overlooked because in order to be a well-rounded artist, you do need to know different styles of makeup. You need to be, um, you know, educated in, in different facets of not only just business, but artistry and mm -hmm. marketing. And a lot of these things people don't talk about. And that's what has brought me to this place where I'm now an educator. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a, a brand owner now. So it's, it's very important for me to also share my story, to be able to empower others that don't have those resources, that don't know where to go, that don't know what to do. That's what I love to do is be like, hey, like do it like this. Let me save you money. You don't have to like spend all this money. Let me help you build your kit with, you know, mm -hmm. like a certain amount of money. You don't have to, you know, break the bank. Like you can still be a successful artist and a business person. You just got to plug yourself in with the right people. And that's what I'm, I'm here to do. That's what I love about where I'm at in my life right now. 
Ooh, so beautiful. Yeah, I noticed that in your class a lot, how you always uh, mentioned like the high-end stuff and then also the stuff if you're just not building your kit and just kind of giving the example from both ends. So I, I really appreciated that because honestly, I'm the person where I don't really know too much about products. Like I've always been obsessed with the business side. And so when people like tell me that this product and this product are very similar, it just, it literally makes me so excited because there's just so much like stigma around you need X, Y, and Z in order to be, you know, a successful makeup artist. But I, I definitely want to circle back to this transition that you're going through and how you're rebuilding your brand right now in a different location. Cause I know a lot of people are going through that. But first things first, um, we're going to do a little fun game. It's called Rapid Fire. And I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. And this will help us get warmed up a little bit because we haven't really got to chat so much since we were at the event. And it also uh, warm up our crowd so that they can get to know you a little bit. So you ready? Awesome. I'm fully down for that. Yay! So my first question for you is, how old were you when you first put makeup on? Let's see. Uh, I was 15. I was 15. I started wearing clear mascara, which is oh what? My gosh. Oh my yeah, god! And it was like I knew nothing about like sanitation. Um, I wore a lot of blush and just clear mascara and just like lip gloss, like you know the, those roller glosses were totally back in. Like oh yeah, and that was that. So clear mascara, and I would also put that on my lashes. And I thought I was just it, you know. <laughs> so oh my god! Yeah, that's what I started with clear mascara. Wow. I love it. So my second question for you is how did you learn how to do makeup? Oh my gosh. Well, I learned, uh, well, I've been in the industry for about 13 years now. So I learned to do makeup at the Mac counter. Actually, I never worked for Mac, but I was the girl that would just go to Mac and just stare at the Mac girls. And I'm like, wow, I'm going to be a Mac girl one day. My dream job was like Mac. If I worked at Mac, I made it. Uh, I never, unfortunately never worked for Mac, but um, I would just go there and just ask questions. And then that's when Sephora came along and I would go in there and just pick people's brains. And then YouTube came along and that just opened so many doors for me. Back then it was more taboo. Like that's not like it is now. Now I, I was in high school, like freshman, sophomore. And I remember YouTube kind of started, you know, I saw these girls doing beauty videos and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And I became so obsessed with just watching these girls, but I never told anybody. I never told my friends. Cause I'm like, I don't want to, is this like normal? Like, you know, this is weird that I'm watching other people do their makeup and I would stay up late at night and just watch tutorials. And from there on, I'm like, wow. Like I always had a passion for, for makeup and artistry. Mm-hmm. But when I discovered YouTube, I was like, this is what I'm called to do. I'm called to work with other women. I'm called just, this is my calling. Like I just knew it. And here I am. Oh, this is so beautiful because one, I want to point out two things before we get to the next question is one, how you had the desire to work at Mac. And then also, well, I want to point out that because a lot of people listening have that desire too. And in my personal story, I wanted to work at Sephora really bad just because I wanted makeup. Like I didn't necessarily like want to do the sales or anything like that, but I just really, really wanted the makeup. I think it's really interesting is how it's something that you wanted and it never manifested in your story. So I'm really excited yeah. to hear 
how it pivoted for you because maybe someone's listening here right now and they're like, I really, really want to work there. And your story is going to open their eyes up a little bit more. And then the second thing I want to talk about is. So I was saying about um, working at Mac and I never got the job there, but I actually did work for Sephora. Oh, okay. So I was like, Hey, I made it. I'm working for Sephora. And then I started seeing not the not so glamorous side of corporate. Mm. And that is what also opened up my eyes to business. Um, my, my father actually is, is, was, or is still entrepreneur. And ever since I can remember, my dad was just such a hustler and mm. he opened and closed many businesses. And I mean, we didn't come from a lot. Um, so I got my work ethic from him and I learned a lot of business from him. And there's just some people that are natural, you know, business people. And I never was really great at numbers. So that's kind of how I started getting into business. And I started like, you know, researching more and how um, things were manufactured and um, the cost of things to make things. And nobody told me these things. I just had such a hunger to learn. Mm -hmm. And so when I was working for a corporate place like Sephora, I started like looking, like researching, like, okay, this costs this amount of money to make, but then there's, you know, you have like a cheaper alternative that you could get like at a Walmart or a Target, but like, why? And so I started questioning and then I started looking into ingredients and I started looking into the science. So I really am just such a nerd to, when it comes to cosmetics and ingredients and beauty products, I, I'm just so passionate about it. So that's why I have a lot of knowledge in um, dupes because mm -hmm. I've done a lot of research and I've tried a lot of things. And because I didn't come from a lot, I built my kit with L'Oreal. And I know I did share that in my, my masterclass. I bought tubes from Amazon or from the dollar store. And I just would fill them up with like L'Oreal foundations. And just so my kit would look legit, but nobody knew I was working with like a five, $6 foundation. And it worked. It got me through. I made money. I saved money, I invested into my kit and it, it just builds a massive, massive kit where sometimes I'm just so overwhelmed just even looking at the things that I do have in my kit because there was a time where I couldn't even afford mm. you know, even an eyeshadow palette. I would wait all year to ask for an eyeshadow palette or I would steal my mom's makeup and um, I would do people's makeup with my mom's brushes, you know, like just the lack of experience really has taught me so much and, you know, not having all of the resources, I really had to improvise. And mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, built my kit with like Avon stuff. And that was just every year I asked for, you know, for my birthday, for Christmas, for anything, it was makeup or I want a gift card and I would go to Rite Aid or I would go to Walmart and I would just buy makeup. And I was mm -hmm. just so like obsessed with makeup. I would do makeup on my cousins and, you know, in high school, I was that girl that was always in trouble for having makeup out. I was, uh -huh. so, you know, it was just something in me that I just, I knew like this was what I was called to do. Yay. This makes me so excited because there are so many people that have that fire, that desire, and like that passion, like it doesn't feel like work. And this is something I talk a lot about on my podcast, but also on my um in my manifesting money workshops is that it's your money motivator. It doesn't feel like work. And when it doesn't feel like work and you are on this consistent path and you've been doing it for years, which sounds like a long time to people, but it's like, it doesn't feel like that for, for you. 
And for example, for me, like manifestation, I'm just so obsessed. Like the way that you are about makeup is the way that I am about manifestation. And what we don't realize is that that's the path of least resistance. And so if someone's listening to this right now and you have the same fire desire and you just love makeup, you love everything about this industry, whether you're doing it on other people or maybe you're more in the influential category. That was the other thing I wanted to bring up. I remembered what I was going to say is about YouTube. Like you are an amazing makeup artist and you learned from YouTube because somebody else had the intuitive nudge or intuitive passion to get on YouTube and make videos. And I think that's so beautiful and so full circle because um, if there's also somebody on here who's like, I want to start my YouTube or I want to do this, which everybody does, you know, like this is your sign, do it because you're going to inspire somebody who else who uh, wants to make that nudge and they don't have that courage yet, or they're going to learn something from you that's going to help them for the rest of their life. So I'm so excited to talk about this because (laughs) there's just so much in your story that you just said alone about not coming from a lot. And this is like exactly why I started this podcast, because people need to know, like, the back end. So I just kind of want to get into like a little bit deeper now. I, I really want to know after you telling this part of your story, was makeup always the plan or did you have something else that you thought you wanted to do? Well, I love people and I know I have the gift of service. I've known, I know, I think it's important also to know your gifts as an individual because not everyone is made to serve other people. Some people have, you know, the gift of communication, the gift of giving and stuff like that. So I am such a giver and that's just the way I've always been in friendships, relationships um, with family. I am just such a giver and I love to serve other people and working with other people. So I went through this in-between stage, like after high school, I needed something that was gonna set me up for the rest of my life. I needed to do something that I liked or liked, but I didn't love, you know, I just needed to, to, again, it's because I didn't come from a ton of money. Like we were moderate, you know, we didn't have, we weren't rich or anything like that, but we never um, went without like food in our belly. So I just was like, okay, I need to make money and still, you know, be okay in life. And back then in the industry, like 10, 13 years ago, even 15 years ago, it's uh, makeup was kind of like a taboo, like makeup artists don't make money. You can't make money from being a makeup artist. So I went with nursing and I feel like um, there's a lot of people that are called to be in the nursing field. Um, There's people that have the heart to become nurses and in the medical field. Unfortunately, I was not one of those. And I, to get my feet wet in the medical, the medical industry, I I did phlebotomy and I know it's not much, but I'm like, I just need to feel this environment to see if this is something that I want to be in. And I liked it, but I didn't love it. I didn't have a fire for it. It just inflicting pain on people (laughs) was just not, you know, my forte. And I just, I saw a lot in like those six months of, of me doing this program I I saw people like on their deathbeds. I saw people suffering. I saw, I saw elderly people like, you know, they couldn't get up and, you know, fend for themselves. So it's just, I was like, this is not for me. Like I just would bring that home with me. 
and I was only like collecting like specimens. Like I wasn't, you know, putting IVs in people. So, and I'm grateful that I did make that jump because it one, I gained experience in something that I completely never went for, but it opened my eyes to like, this is definitely not what I want to do. I'm not going to do this. And I'm not going to be stuck in a job just because of the pay. And I stopped. I stopped going to college. I'm a college dropout. And I say that proudly because I am successful. I am successful mm-hmm. in what I do. And um, I live a comfortable life. You know, we have fun with what we do. And I, I have freedom in what I do. I meet amazing people with amazing stories. And it's just, I am just so, so grateful that I went with my fire instead of just going for comfort. And um, yeah, I just, I'm glad I'm not, you know, in that industry because I wouldn't trade what I do, you know, now for anything, even if you paid me more, (laughs) you know, I just, I, I love what I do so much. And just the impact that I, I'm able to make in people's lives just to me, it's not just makeup. And I know it's very cliche for makeup artists to say like, it's more than makeup. It's, you know, making people feel great. Yes, that's part of it. But for me, it's, it's the impact in hearing people's story and people hearing my story and just having conversations with people where I feel like we're in a, in a generation of just technology where human connection is really not like it was before it's very techie like via screen so I love my job too because I'm able to like be very hands-on with people and I get to invade that personal space and it kind of uh, breaks those barriers down so I've met people that are like so just shy in my chair and then when I get close to them at the end of the uh, at, at the end of the application they're like hugging me like what's your Instagram like oh you know taking selfies and it's just it's so empowering that I'm able to, to share that gift with other people and just seeing how it, it changes their, just their being, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's really uplifting. So yes, to me, it's more than just makeup. And I, I just, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. It raises their vibration. Like, it's just like, so magnetic. (laughs) I love it. You know, there's so many beautiful things that you just said. The first thing that really stuck out to me that you said is that is to know your gifts. And I think that just really just mind blown me because I've just had this perception that everybody, everybody is a a giver. Everybody is X, Y, and Z. But I think it's very beautiful that you pointed that out because not everybody wants to serve other people. And some, you said some people are meant to serve and some people are meant to, how did you word that? So some people are meant to serve and some people are, you know, great communicators, even in like, you know, learning, like you're even like in your like love languages, Mm -hmm. it's important to be able to point those things out because one, it'll avoid a lot of frustration and disappointment. Mm. So, (gasps) yeah. So if you understand the way people um, show that they care or show that they love or how they function, it makes it a lot easier to understand people. Some people Mm. are great communicators. Some people are not. Some people are more reserved. Some people, they show that they care or that they, how they love, like through gift of action or, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's important to me to growing up. It was important to me to be like, okay, what, what are like, what am I good at? Like, what is something that, you know, defines like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm a giver. I know that for, if I ask anybody in my life, they're like, oh yeah, she's a giver. She just, she goes over the top 
you know, even if I'm making like a cheese board, if I'm just getting someone, <laughs> I just love to just go over the top for people. And, um, it's, it's a good thing. And it's also a bad thing because, mm. um, I've learned to not expect that from others because mm. in the past, even in friendships, I would get so disappointed. Like, wow, I just totally went out for you and you didn't like, you must not care for me. But then I'm like, no, wait a minute. This person's a great communicator. They give great advice just because they don't go all out. That doesn't mean that they don't care. It's mm-hmm. just that their gift is different. And so it's not wrong. It's just different. So, and I had to learn that. And as I, as I grew older, I'm like, wow, like I, I get it now. I get it. So you avoid a lot of, like I said, deception and you just learn to love people for who they are wow. and accept people for who they are. And it's taken me a lot, even in marriage and friendships and family, you just, you know, you take people as they come to you and you don't try to change people and you know, you just kind of go with the flow. And I, I really try my best to do that. I'm, I don't execute it perfectly all the time, but I really do try to love people as they are. Oh, this is so beautiful. <laughs> it, it, it makes me so excited because one, I love this podcast, like, or having this on a podcast because this was, would have been just a regular conversation had you and me sat down at the event, you know? And I just, I love putting this on audio because one, I know the listeners are resonating with it. And I know anybody who's like within a certain like energy, like people who are listening, they're within our energy and they need to hear a specific message. And I think that was the message that I needed to hear. And so I get so excited because it's, it's always a learning process for me as well. And the the two things that I'm learning right now is because I'm, I'm building my team and I've, I always beat myself up because I didn't get this done or I didn't do that. And then I realized it's one that I try to do everything by myself, micromanage. And two, I'm I'm coming into this new realization that to really zone in on my team's gifts and what are they really good at and how can I help grow and how we can we like combined and make this beautiful manifestation by all of us using our gifts uh, that really, really stuck out to me. And then the other things that you were saying was that stuck out for me was that you would even be doing makeup if, if people paid you more to do something else. And I think this is just the perfect example because my motto of what I stand for is that to never let money be the reason why you do or you don't do something. So the main reason why I say that is because a lot of people, they, they won't go on a vacation or they won't take enough or days off, or they won't invest in a course or a coach and a mentor because of money. And then the other part of it is to never let money be the reason why you do do something. So if you already had the money, would you still be doing this is a question that always comes to the surface, not only for myself, but other people that I'm coaching, mentoring. And if the answer is yes, then keep doing it, right? Then makeup is a thing for you that just lights you up and money can't change it. Like, you know, people can't pay you to do something else. And I think that was just a beautiful example of that quote that I live by. And so many beautiful realizations. This is like so exciting for me. Hey, I'm so happy. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I just, and I had to go through a lot of jobs I hated to find something that I truly love. And I'm so grateful that I did work corporate jobs. I'm so grateful that I did work jobs that I totally didn't love because that also gave me grit. 
to build and to build not only a name for myself, to build a platform. Because to me, it's not really the amount of followers, it's the impact and um, the impression that you leave in people's lives, like the, the footprints. And I don't have a large following, which I'm okay with. I've learned to be okay with that. But and I do battle with that sometimes. I'm not even going to sit here and lie. I do battle with that. But I'm like, wait a minute. In order to do great things, sometimes you have to shrink yourself and you have mm. to get on eye level to other people to be able to, to understand people and to be able to connect with people. And that's what leaves an impression. And that's actually what leaves a bigger impression than having like millions of followers or thousands and thousands of followers. So I've, I've learned to become okay with that. And that's, you know, kind of where I'm at right now. And it's just, it's really awesome to see how, you know, even moving from a different state, mm-hmm. I, I, I completely hated Las Vegas. Uh, when I first moved here, I hated the weather to me, the people were weird. You know, I'm such a Cali girl at heart and I just have such a love for California. I was born and raised there and my, our entire lives are in California. And so I've never lived in another state. You know, my husband studied in in another state and he's traveled a bit and I was just a Cali girl. You know, I was, I liked what I liked. I didn't want to go anywhere. And so when we got the offer to come to Nevada I was not having it. I was not happy. I was making really great money. I was very consistent. Um, I I had just built my brand and it was starting to kind of grow out, you know, get out there and grow. And I'm like, I'm leaving everything. But then my husband's like, well, you're, you're the cool thing about being a business person is that you can take your business wherever you go. And I knew that, but I didn't know that. Mm. And so when we moved here, I took about three months off um, to, you know, settle into our place and unpack. And, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to give myself three months. And right at the three month mark, I started networking. And then that's when I met Meg. And then the pandemic hit. hit. Mm. So I had to deal with a lot of adversity. One, being in a new state, having no family, no friends, no connections, no work. It was just myself, my husband and my daughter. And it really did take a toll on me, on my spirit. I just was like questioning everything. I'm like, do I need to get a nine to five now? And then the pandemic hit and I'm like, how are we going to survive? You know, we only have one income now. I've already invested so much into my product, into my business. You know, starting an LLC is not cheap and it's a lot of work. And, you know, I was getting my website going with, with everything. And I'm like, I just felt so stuck. And I'm like, I feel like I'm never going to get out of this. Like, what am I going to do now? Like, I'm in debt. I don't have money. I don't have help here. Like, you know, what am I going to do? And I do believe attitude plays a lot of roles in a lot and everything. So, you know, like my husband always says, you know, it's your attitude and your effort. Mm-hmm. So one, I stopped having a bad attitude about everything. Wow. I started making an effort. So I'm like, okay, I need to make friends. I need to get connected. So then that's where I met Meg De La Cruz, also known as Meg, Meg De La Cruz Harris. So I DM'd her. I found her through a hashtag and I DM'd her. And at the time I was trying to get my brand out there and there was pageants going on here in Las Vegas. And I'm like, okay, I'm a new artist. I don't know anybody. I've never done pageant work. You know, I, I've been more in the fashion industry. So I'm like, hey, I'm just going to do it. So my lashes were sponsored in the Nuestra Belleza pageants. And I just hit a make. I'm like, Hey, do you want to do these pageants with me? Like, do you want to come over? I'm sponsoring four girls. It's content, blah, blah, blah. So 
she came and her and I, I feel like I had just known her my entire life. The way we worked, the, the way we were in sync together, it just worked. And I just, I value her friendship and her business so much because she has not only um, introduced me to a lot of people here in Las Vegas, but she kind of has taken me under her wing. Mm. And I just, I admire her for that because, you know, it, it takes, you know, she's busy and, you know, she, she's doing amazing, amazing things. And it takes a lot for a person to kind of slow their role to help someone else. Cause not mm. everyone wants to do that, especially when you're in this industry and you're trying to make money. And I'm very, very grateful for that. And so her and I just build a friendship, some type of partnership. And now, you know, we work together not all the time, but when we do work together, it's awesome. And sometime last year, we were actually looking to do a masterclass because wow. a lot of people like our, our work together. And we were like, yeah, let's do a masterclass. And then that's when everything shut down. So we kept getting shut down. I'm like, man, like, is this like not meant to be? And then I met Nicolina mm. and she, we just met like via Instagram to started following each other. And then we borrowed her studio for a shoot. Oh, wow. And I met her in person and I'm like, wow, this woman is so beautiful and she's so smart and she's just so poised. And I'm like, wow, she rocks, you know? And after that, like, you know, we would DM her, like DM each other here and there, small talk. And then she just loved my makeup style. And she's like, Hey, do you want to do a masterclass? Not just wow. like, it, things evolved during that time. And first I started teaching and then she's like, Hey, like we should do a class. And then lo and behold, we have Meg that, you know, came and did the class also. So it's just full circle, totally, totally full circle. Everything has just been so amazing and such a blessing. And it's just like, I can't believe this is my life sometimes, you know, just having, <laughs> having the freedom to do what I love, you know, and to be able to be home and make money while I'm home. Sometimes I wake up, you know, I'm asleep and I wake up to orders. I'm making money while I'm sleeping. And it's really amazing. And it took just, you know, you, you have to be bold in things that you want to do. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't work out, but there's always a solution to everything. Always. Mm -hmm. always. It may not feel like it at the moment, but I've learned that and I've had to learn that the hard way. And mm -hmm. there is always a solution to everything. And um, that's what has brought me here. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. You know what? Um, I do this exercise and I ask other people, what do you see in your ideal person? Like, or somebody that you look up to. And the reason why I do that exercise is because whatever it is that you see in somebody else is what's in you. And so I wanted to point that out because you said that Meg took you under her wing and that you're so grateful and that you, um, not everybody takes the time out of their day to do that. And also you mentioned Nicolina. Love you, Nicolina. I know you're listening. We're so grateful that you had that event and that you manifested this whole entire thing because we wouldn't have met if she didn't. And I know how much work and everything that goes behind the scenes. And Nicolina is such a beautiful example of not only someone who's dedicated to like the business side, but also just serving other people. But the things that you said about her, that she's smart, she's poised, she's pow powerful, is that's how people view you. <laughs> and I want to point this out because I'm like, I know I said I was like surprised when you told me that this was your first master class, but no, I'm like really surprised. Like 
I'm baffled because one, the way that you got up there on stage and the way that you speak, the way that you even dress, the way that you hold yourself, you definitely are just so educated on every single thing that you talk about. And the way that you present it to other people is also a gift because it was just so easy to learn. Even the way that I was doing my makeup right now was the ways that you we're presenting it to us. So with the dry beauty blender, that's what I was doing today. <laughs> I had someone actually DM me the other day too. Uh, I think I like one of the girls that attended the class. I actually liked her picture on Instagram and she's like, I tried your techniques and it worked. I'm like, that to me is like the biggest takeaway is that when not only are you able to share your gift, but you're able to leave an imprint in someone's life. That to me is like, I just, I'm successful. Mm -hmm. that I I've reached success because it's not really about the amount of money or status. It's like, to me, it's, it's what, what can you do for others Mm -hmm. that makes you successful, makes you truly successful. And because I didn't have anyone to teach me, I, I, that's why I'm saying what I mentioned earlier, I'm saying it's important to shrink yourself, to be at Mm -hmm. eye level with someone, um, especially when it comes to teaching or with, when it's, it comes to someone that is just eager to learn even, and it's been so humbling for me, even just being an educator now, truly like showing someone even how to hold a brush, you know, it's, it has also brought me down where I'm like, wow, like the amount of experience when you're teaching someone how to hold a brush and you're like, wow, I've been doing this for 13 years to them. It's like, wow, they're like starstruck almost, Mm. you know, it's really beautiful that someone, you know, trusts you when it comes to um, learning a skill or learning a trade that they, they, they're like, wow, like this person knows what they're doing and they, they trust you. It's like, it's, you build that, that confidence in them. Mm. Um, so, so teaching definitely has been very humbling for me. I talk a lot. <laughs> I love to talk and it's just really great. And I just, I love just building confidence in people. And I've had students where they go in and they like, like I said, they don't even know how to hold an, an eyeshadow brush. And I literally have to show them like pressure. This is how you hold it. You know, the closer you get to the bristles, the, the more punch of color you're going to get, the further away, the softer your blend is going to be. And people genuinely don't know that. Mm. And uh, to be able to build that confidence in someone and instill a, and show them to, to instill a skill is so, so awesome. And to see the takeaway when they walk away or they'll DM me later, like, I'm just like, you just left an impression or I'm just like, so grateful that you took the time to teach me the way that you did. Mm -hmm. So that to me is true success. I'm just so grateful for what I do, to be really honest. It's just, it's just been blessing on blessing on blessing. And it's just, it doesn't get old. It's just awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I actually just listened to this book. Have you, you seen the movie, The Secret or no? Yeah, I have. Okay, so Rhonda Byrne is the one, I I think I talked about this when I was on stage, but Rhonda Byrne, she's the one that made the movie The Secret. So she was like millions and millions of dollars in debt right before that movie came out. And then obviously The Secret is a secret, but she made a new book and it's called um, The Greatest Secret. If you guys have Audible, I highly, highly recommend it. I actually might even put it in the show notes because it's truly like changed my life. But anyway, she went on this huge quest after the secret became the secret she like actually like disappeared for like 10 years and she 
was trying to figure out happiness, like the key to happiness. So I would love to know one, some tips and tricks about you starting your business all over again in a new area. So that's something that I'm really, really excited to talk about because I know there's somebody listening who's been in the industry and they've done, uh, you know, makeup before and they've been seen, but now they're starting over somewhere new. So I not only want to know what ways that you would suggest that somebody else does a start over, but uh, in building their brand, but also what are the, the key things that you are learning in this process? Well, the market, I would say knowing your market is very important. I do come from a more fashion industry in Las Vegas is not a fashion industry. It's um, a nightlife industry. It's a party industry. So, I mean, I did bridal work in California and I still do. I service um, Las Vegas and California. And I love that, that I can do two, two places at once or not once, but I can do you know, two states. It's awesome. Cause I get a chance, you know, to visit family and I come back with money and it's, it's great. So knowing your market is really important. And what I mean by that is knowing what sells. If you are in a rural, you know, state, like you live in the middle of nowhere, you know, you're not going to want to sell someone, you know, body art. It's just not going to sell, you know, you, you got to market yourself with what, is, is going to bring in obviously capital for me, it was learning. Well, I mean, I, I've, like I said, I've, I've done fashion, I've done bridal, I've done e-commerce, I've done runway, I've done pretty much everything aside from special effects. That's something that maybe I'll get into like later, later, but I just, I'm, I really love bridal work and fashion. And so when I came here, I'm like, okay, no one's asking for minimal makeup, (laughs) you know? So I kind of had to tweak my style a little bit. And so I still incorporate the glowy look, um, complexion. I'm huge on complexion. That to me is the base of a great application, a great makeup look. If your base looks like crap, like anything you do is going to look like crap, you know? So I really take time to to perfect the complexion because you can take a look from very minimal to very dramatic and it just elevates everything. So that for me, you know, learning the market here was, was a challenge. So I'm like, okay, how can I still be authentic to my style and still add a little bit more, but still kind of stand out, you know, it was trial and error. There's some people who were like, okay, I need more or I need less, you know? And so I found that moderate, that moderate style that, like people like, it does really well, you know, and I would say I'm I'm more known for my complexion. That is my strong point is complexion. And, you know, that's what people love right now. And so, and it's, it's doing really well, but yeah, no, definitely the market was different. And I, I had to deal with adversity when it came to that. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, like no one's going to want a minimal glowy look at, you know, 10 o'clock at night, you know, people want glitter Mm. or cut crease and you know, but, and it's also staying true to yourself. It doesn't matter mm. where you go or, um, like for me, I, I try to always keep my style, my style. And you know, I tweaked it here and there. And I always kept, you know, kept that, um, very, very alive because I didn't want to lose who I was as an artist and just kind of just, okay, I'm just going to go with gaudy, glittery, cut crease makeup. Cause I knew that wasn't me at the end of the day and I, I could do it, but it wasn't me. 
Mm. So I wanted to stay authentic to my style. And um, that's really important, especially when you're in a new place is um, also, you know, bringing your own, your own style, but also catering to the market too. And that is what really makes you a successful and well-rounded artist. You're able to cater to a lot. So if I'm in Las Vegas and I, someone asks for something very dramatic or glowy or, you know, um, a little bit over the top, I can do it. If I go back to California and I'm booked a photo shoot at the beach, I can totally do it. Or if I'm asked to do fashion week again, I can totally do it. So that's what really is, um, what really makes a well-rounded artist an artist is that you just, you do everything. Mm. This is so beautiful. Yeah. I love that you said to kind of find out what the market is in the area. So this is so beautiful because I I realized in Virginia, I always attracted people who wanted more of a natural glam. But I like when I first started doing makeup, I like to say that I was doing Instagram makeup. I was doing very like dramatic cut crease stuff. And I realized that not everybody wanted that. And I, I kind of found that balance. And I think it's really beautiful that you said that to, to know the area, but it's also like taking action, right? You're actually applying services and seeing what people wanted, seeing what people didn't like and adjusting and just keep going. I really want to point that out because a lot of times we, we're trying to figure out stuff or so many people are trying to figure out stuff, but they're not actually like physically taking action. And I always tell people that manifestation comes when you're a balance of both and you're going to figure it out on the way if you just keep going. And I think that's a very, very beautiful um, analogy that you said about knowing how to do and be be able to diverse the work that you can do, but also find yourself and find staying true to what you like to do. And I remembered the thing that I was going to bring up from that book. So the thing I wanted to bring up from that book and how you were talking about just waking up every morning and like, oh my gosh, that's such a blessing. I make money on my sleep. And just like being very grateful just for that you're doing something that you love because I've definitely been in that same like situation. And honestly, I'm trying to become, make it more normalized because, you know, our, our ego is always wanting to tell us like, oh, it's only temporary. Oh, um, you know, you better take this in before something bad happens. And I wanted to point this out because in that book, she actually mentions when she went on this quest for this, like finding happiness, is that we have these mornings or these days where everything is just going really, really good. Or just let's say it's even starting to turn into weeks and months. And we have this subconscious belief that we believe that something bad is going to happen since things are going so good. And I, I've been able to be, be conscious of this, but I wanted to bring this up when we're on this uh, stage or on this topic, because this is such a crazy subconscious belief that we have is like that things are going to go bad because they're going good. And honestly, the affirmation that I've been using is things are great and they're only getting better. And I like to just like point that out for anybody else who's in this like grateful stage and you're like, things are going good. (laughs) And that fear starts to come up. So be mindful of that affirmation. The last thing I wanted to talk about is actually e-commerce. So we were talking a little bit about e-commerce, but I personally want to know what or how you would describe what e-commerce is. And I really want to know a quick backend story of how you started yours. So e-commerce, do you want to know how I got into e-commerce or how I started my e-commerce brand? 
Let's do both. Can we do a little bit of both? Yeah. So I'll start with um, how I got into e-commerce. I actually worked or had opportunity to work with a couple of brands when I lived in California and I didn't even know what e-commerce was. So I'm like, what's e-commerce? And then in a nutshell, e-commerce is things that people can either buy wholesale. Like, so like if you're a brand owner and you want to buy, like, let's say shoes, e-commerce, there's specific websites or stores where you can shop and it's a catalog, basically, in a nutshell, it's a, it's a catalog and people buy online. There's in-store retailers and then there's e-commerce that people only sell online. And I didn't know the difference or I'm like, hey, so wait, you mean to tell me that I can make money online without doing anything? So ding, ding, that opened another door. And I'm like, <laughs> I need to learn about e-commerce and I need to learn how to do it. And it was not easy. I, I spent a lot of money that I didn't need to spend again, because I was new. I didn't have really friends that had their own brands, you know, that were dabbling into e-commerce and even worked with e-commerce brands. So I didn't really have help. So I Googled everything and I lost a lot of money in the process and I had to learn the hard way, but I'm thankful that I did because now I'm able to help others that want to do it and they can do it the easy way now, you know, and based off my experience, be like, Hey, this is where I messed up. This is where I spent way too much money. It was totally uncalled for Do it like this. And there's nothing wrong with helping other people. And, you know, you know, other people, or I've, I've come across people where they're like, Oh, I'm not, you gotta, I, no one taught me. So you have to learn. And I think that's a really like ignorant mindset because it's like, then it's like, how are we supposed to help our industry? How are we supposed to help other people grow? You know? And, and it's like, and all that comes back. So that's how I got into knowing what e-commerce was. And so then I started researching and then I'm like, Hey, like I want to start my lash brand. I use a lot of lashes when I do clients and that's what really makes or breaks a look. So I'm like, Hey, and I started looking into pricing. I'm like, Hey, lashes do really well. And lashes never go out of style. And then when the pandemic came, that seems like everyone was just wearing lashes. Cause that's all you can see. So I started researching and I didn't know I had absolutely no idea how to do it. I didn't even know who to contact for graphics. I didn't know what a copywriter was. I didn't know what an LLC was. I didn't even know where to go to start an LLC. I didn't know how much it costs. So again, I, I started looking and then I had made clients that were business women. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to shoot my shot and just ask a question and see if they'll be open to answering it, or they might just shut me down. Thankfully enough, they were really awesome. And they helped me like, Hey, this is how we did it. There's these different facets that you can go this, there's one route. Here's another route. And that's how I learned. And then asking my dad for advice, um, definitely helped, but I had an angel, an angel giver, um, about three years ago. And that's what really started the beauty plug. And that's how the beauty plug was born. Oh, wow. Somebody was that manifestation for you. Yep. Oh, that's so beautiful. So she was actually a client of mine um, for many, many years. And this is where I was working at a place that I, I liked, but I didn't love. And it's like, I just felt like I outgrew it. And she would come to me weekly or almost like bi-weekly and come get her makeup done, or I would just do her shadow. And we got really, really close. And one day I went to her house and she, we, she already talked about, you know, sponsoring me or giving me money. And I'm like, okay, sh- there has to be a catch. Like she wants to give me this because she wants it back. 
Mm. And uh, that was not the case. And I remember going to her house one time and I was just like floored because this person not only was an angel giver, she gave me money that I've never ever held in my hand. Like I've never had that much money in my hand again. Cause you know, I've always been like paycheck to paycheck or I've, you know, struggled here and there. I've never had that much money physically in my hand. And not only that, but on top of that, she paid me my rate. And I just was like, wow, like that's how I knew I was meant to be in this industry. And I was Mm -hmm. impact people in this industry. So I left that night and I started researching what's the difference between an LLC, sole proprietorship, trademarking. And I really did, did research. My husband was gracious enough to help me and be really patient with me in the process. And it was a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of sleepless nights. But I just remember being so hungry for this because I'm like, if someone believes in me, that means I can do it. They see potential in me. And this person that that gave me this is a very successful businesswoman. And uh, she's a very successful Latina businesswoman. Her and her husband are very successful and they live a beautiful life. So I'm like, if she sees potential in me, then that means someone else can too. Mm. And with that money, I started my LLC and I started, I bought my first batch of lashes and I just started selling them via Instagram and they did really well. And I'm like, okay, I need to make this easier for me. How do I make this easier where it's like, my, my goal has always been like, I want to make money while I sleep. Mm-hmm. How can I wake up to just more money in my account without having to do anything? And so I'm like, I'm going to start a website. So the, the people that I had worked with in the past that did e-commerce where I learned about e-commerce, he was actually a photographer at the time. And, um, he's the one that shot my first product shots and he was well connected with other people in the industry, the beauty industry. And he helped me shoot my first batch of lashes and they looked great and they looked really professional. I was like, Hey, I'm doing the damn thing, you know, wow. and that's how, and then he helped me build um, my online store. And then Meg, who actually has, you know, graphic uh, background, she helped me like do my, like build my logo, like spruce up my website a little bit. And, you know, I found a graphic designer and I didn't even know at the time, but the girl that I was working with on that team, when I was doing e-commerce at the time, she was actually a copywriter for mega brands. And I didn't know that. So the guy that shot my stuff, he was like, Hey, like, did you know, so-and-so is a copywriter? And I'm like, what's a copywriter? <laughs> like I had absolutely no, I, I, I just, I lit when I tell you, like I walked into this so blindly, like when I tell you, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything. Like I had to Google a lot of things where I'm like, I didn't know what e-commerce was. What's an LLC? Like, so if someone sues me, like, what can they take? I didn't know that. I didn't even know you could be sued being a makeup artist or even mm-hmm. having a brand. I didn't know that. So a lot of it was again, sleepless nights, very stressful, um, but very worth it because I love what I do. And I have a very small brand and it's just has such big heart into like everything that we do. And, you know, it's just been, it's just been incredible what I've been able to build within the last three years. And, um, still working. I have way, way, I have a, a very big vision for my brand. It's not just lashes. And this is something that I've been actually manifesting and working towards for the past, wow, like two, three years. 
and it's going to happen. I, I'm confident it's going to happen and I can see it so clearly and I can see it doing so well that I just, I'm like, I just, every day I'm like just chopping away at it little by little. And so the goal is to have a studio one day and, you know, have multiple services and, you know, be mobile, hundred percent mobile. And that's what I'm working towards. So yeah, it's, it's just a lot that has transpired to get me to this point. It's not just makeup. It's not just lashes. It's not just, you know, doing people's makeup. It's just so much when, when you, when I look back and I think about where I started being just this confused college dropout to becoming an experienced business woman where now it's like, I see everything in a business sense. Like anytime mm. someone comes to me with an idea and I'm like, Hey, you know, you can make money doing that. Right. You know, or I have friends who are like, Oh yeah, I just, this, uh, and I'm like, you know, you can make money doing that. Right. And it's like, I just, I have like this hunger to help people. <laughs> and, um, cause I'm like, you can make money. You can totally make money. And it's just, and a lot of people, I don't, I, I don't know if it's just that people are afraid to do it or they're just, they lack confidence, mm. but it just takes one person to build that confidence in someone. Like someone built that confidence in me, mm. you know, by them coming to me weekly by weekly and building that confidence. Like Alexis, you need to quit this job. Alexis, you have so much potential. Alexis, you can do great things. And I'm like, you know what? I can do great things. And mm. it took that one person to believe in me and hand me a check with money mm. I've never seen and it got my brand to where it is now. And it's not a massive brand, but it's, it's a brand that is impactful and it leaves an impression on people. And it's more than just lashes because it has a story. Mm. And the reason it, I called it the beauty plug is because I've always been told like, you're the plug for everything. Like, you know, about products, like, you know, about dupes, like, you know, about ingredients so that's how the beauty plug was born. I am the beauty plug. So I know, you know, about, you know, tons of products. If you need a, a hair person, you need a nail person, you need a tanning person. I have the plug. I'm the plug. I will hook you up with that person. So that's how the beauty plug was born. And now it's the beauty plug lashes. And um, it's now, you know, we're trademarking and, and in the process of all of that to make it um, something really, really great. Wow. Yay. <laughs> this is so beautiful. Woo! I'm glad that we're talking about your lash line and how uh, much of a manifestation this is for you. And because I know other people are listening to this and they they either have a lash line or maybe it's just a different product, whatever it is that you guys are aligned with. And one, it's either an idea for somebody right now listening. You're like, eh, I had this idea to do this line, but I don't know. So hopefully if that is you right now, this is your sign from the divine to take action, just take action. And I think that Lexi, from your story, the number one thing that I've gotten from everything that you said is that you just take action. You just do the work. And I think that is just, again, so beautiful because we are so scared of getting started that we don't start and people don't realize of how much- yeah. <laughs> Until I just got tired of being broke. Mm. I got tired of not having money. I got tired of waiting for someone to pay me every two weeks. And I'm like, I just, I just knew I was meant for, for greater things, not just makeup. And, and, you know, eventually my body will 
retire and say, okay, girlfriend, you can't do makeup forever. And that's why I'm taking action on the business aspect. So I'm like, how can I share my gifts with someone where they can, this, this gift can keep just the gift that keeps on giving. Like, how can I impact someone else to start their brand? Or I could possibly build a partnership and in, in return, that will build more business for me, more business for them. And it's just like, it's just awesome, you know, and this is not the only thing that I am working on. It's not just makeup. It's not just lashes. Um, it's something that is very unique and I'm very excited for it to just be up and, and running and going because I can just see it so clearly that it's just, it's going to work. And it's, mm-hmm. I'm just so excited to share with you guys. And it's going to take, a, it's going to take me a little bit more time. Um, but the reason I know that this is what I'm supposed to do is because every person that I have met along my journey is someone that will contribute to that vision. Mm. And it's either graphic designers, interior designers, um, people that just that do clothing, people that it's just everything, photographers, copywriters, everything. It's just, um, it's like, it's actually mind blowing, you know, and I just see everywhere I go, I see this, this specific idea. And, um, I just see it everywhere and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so awesome that it's just, it's going to be mind blowing. So, um, I'm really excited to share and it's just, it's going to be great. Yay. I know. I I already can see us doing a part two. And by the time we do the part two, I'll be doing live interviews and I'll have my own makeup mentor studio, uh, so that we can do this live interview. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) So, um, we're wrapping up towards the end here, guys. And again, there's so many amazing things that you were supposed to hear on this uh, episode today to help you just keep going and just take action and hear what you needed to hear. Now, time now's the time to go. And so, I want, want want to make sure that you guys are taking mental notes, whatever it is that you needed to hear. Make sure that you are really, really zoning in on that message that you got from the divine today. Again, everything here you were supposed to hear um it's just being channeled and then the last thing i wanted to talk about is that we love rewarding you guys for showing up for yourself so you starting listening to this podcast whether you're driving um you're doing laundry or uh, you're putting your makeup on right now you are investing your time and your energy and that is where the shift happens so we want to reward you guys for investing your time and energy into yourselves. And we really want to know that one thing that stuck out for you in this podcast. And so what we're asking is that you screenshot or that you screenshot this episode and you tag both Lexi and I on Instagram and tell us that one thing. What is that one thing that you heard and what are you going to take action on? And we're actually going to reward the first Three people, right, Lexi? I can't remember, right? Definitely three, yes. Yeah, we we were like talking right before this podcast episode started. And I I actually said one person and Lexi said three. There's the giver in you. Yeah, I, I, that's actually my favorite number. So I'm like, I just, I have this thing with the number three. So I'm like, we have to do three. So yeah, three lashes is what we're doing. Yay. So three beautiful souls. Um, Again, take intuitive action when you guys tag us on Instagram. 
and you tell us that one thing that you heard that shifted things for you. And then you also tell us what you're actually going to take action on. We will um, reach out to you for the lashes. So again, it'll be the first three people. Um, Lexi, where can everybody find you after hearing this amazing story of yours? So my Instagram handle is Lexi G Makeup. So it's L-E-X-X-I underscore G with three E's. There goes the three again. <laughs> Makeup. Um, that is on Instagram. And my brand is actually the Beauty Plug Lashes. Um, you guys can follow me there um, and then find me through the followers if you can't get a hold of me there. But um, I did want to just say one more thing. Um, yeah. for people who are looking either to start something or unsure are not confident or kind of second guessing, or if you have people, you know, around you that are telling you, Oh, that's dumb, or that's not going to work. Or like, who, who, like, where did you think of that? You know, um, because I've definitely heard of that. Um, I've heard like, that's not going to work or that's dumb or that's how are you going to get the money to do that? You know um, I do want to say is that believe in what you, what you're doing is I, I would say the biggest takeaway, if you can take one thing away is, is that is believe in what you're doing, believe in what you're selling, because people can see through BS, you know, if you're selling a mm. pen, you know, anyone can sell a pen, but it's how you sell it. Anyone can sell lashes. There's thousands and thousands of lash brands out there, but you know, I believe that my lashes are different. Why? Because my lashes come with a story. My lashes come with a lot of grit and they come with a lot of hustle. They come with a lot of work behind it from the packaging, from the manufacturing, from the names, everything is just, is different. And I believe in that and people believe in that and they see that. And that's why they continuously buy from me. So that would be my, my biggest takeaway for you guys is to believe in what you're doing, believe in what you're selling and don't listen to other people and put your blinders on, you know, mm -hmm. put your earplugs in, put your blinders on and just look forward. Don't look to what your friend is doing, or don't look to this mega brand. Don't look to, you know, this person that drives your dream car is just look forward and just put your head, head down and just, just do the work. And it comes, it doesn't come right away. And I'm telling you, because I'm still in that where it's like, sometimes I have days where I'm like, I don't see the end of this. I, I don't see this happening, but then I'm like, actually I do see it happening. Cause then something awesome happens or I'm like, you know what? I get that reminder. Like this is going to work. This is working. I am successful. I am going to be successful at what I'm doing. So yeah, that would just be my biggest advice is to truly, truly believe in what you're selling and what you're doing. If it's a program, if it's a, a product, if it's a service, believe in it. Because people can see right through. And as a consumer, um, you know, like if you go to a flea market and someone's just trying to sell you like, you know, like some knickknacks, you can see, you can tell that they're just doing it for money. Or you can tell, you can actually tell people that, you know, want to sell you things because of the benefits. So consumers are not dumb, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So if you truly believe in what you are selling and what you are trying to put out there, people will see that and people will support that. And you will get, returning client and you will grow and you will be successful. Yay. All right, Lexi, I have one last question for you. And this is a question that I ask at the end of every single podcast episode. And this is a question that's going to help you get super clear on what your intuition is telling you to do right now. You ready? So the question is, 
if you had an extra $1 million, it's not taxed, still Thursday, it's still 11 o'clock, you still got to do your shoot right after this, what would you do today? If I had that money? Yep, $1 million, boop, just dropped into your bank account right now. Oh, the projects that I'm working on would be completely financed and they would be like in production like tomorrow. So um, yeah, definitely feeding that. Woo! So it's already in the works. Yay! This is so beautiful. Lexi, I want to thank you again so much for being an amazing guest and we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Makeup Mentor Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, if it helped educate you, or it just changed your perspective in any way, shape, or form, please stop what you're doing right now. Take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at the Makeup Mentor Podcast, and you will be rewarded with a free journal prompt just for sharing. Or you can head over to my website and learn about working with me one-on-one, breaking down those money blocks, taking your business to the next level, and possibly even being a guest on the show. Thank you guys again so much for listening to this episode and we will see you next week.